Welcome to Pathless Podcast. Welcome to the Pathless Podcast. This is Lightlessness. I'm Ben, your DM. With me I have... Jeremy, playing Morva the Berserker Barbarian Dragon. Sam, playing Notch the Tiefling Warlock. Reed, playing Corian Zilson, the High Elf Noble. And Matt, playing Babries, the scruffy halfling uh, guy. Yeah. All right. Um, so I want to go over to the demon lover, Sam, to um, give me a 15-second wrap-up. Bet. And I'm only calling you demon lover because of his yep. favor. That's the other to figure that out. Yeah. In our last episode, we wrecked some faces as dragons, and we also met a rather intelligent moron. Um, and we were able to secure the uh, scale of Moron somehow. Cool. Alright, um, you guys are all together here, all in one piece, inside the fishbowl. There was a tunnel that you traveled into the fishbowl from through the secret passage that was in that small room that was a sacred room for the Dragonborn people up in the Veyron Mountains in the city of Croach, just to get everyone where they're at. So, I am just going to move you guys back out of all this, and uh, you guys are in the city of Croach with all the rotting bodies. You've yet to see any threat, uh, or Ark Skelly, who had ran away last round. Uh, so where are we off to now, lads? We're off to the Magic Arena. Which is that way. That's okay. the uh, place where your healing well is at? Yes. It's the lake that gives, in my language. So... We like it. It's uh, got a lot of fish that make us happy, and we eat it. Used to. And it's supposed to heal, so maybe it'll help your fairy. Whether or not it'll heal us is a whole other question. It's worth a shot. Okay. So uh, you guys head east from the right. Um, Morva, you notice that there's... Go ahead. Before we go down, is there a barrel that we could carry? Yes. You could find a barrel. That's Sweet. fine. Okay, so Babrius has a barrel. I'm going to see him with a barrel and be like, that's going to be just for us, by the way. You're not taking this water. And selling it, I think, is his fear. Oh, I was going to see if we can make healing potions out of it. As long as it's just for us. Okay. What would I give? (laughs) Um, So, um, more of a, I don't think you have a pen anymore, but there's no tapping in anyone's heads. Just they're all on the same page. Okay. Ah, tapping. I, I threw away that pen and I went insane, remember? Um, I, you I gave it to Notch. Yeah, yeah, I have four four taps right now. Or four, I don't know where you name them, tap necklaces for this. Except only three of them are, in, or only one of them is a necklace, the other three are actually just pens that are held in pockets. Okay, cool. Cool. Alright, so you guys travel east, it's a short little passage, uh, you see like a moving water that comes down off the mountains and it goes to this large frozen lake. Um, so walking down from Croach out of the mountains off to the east, you are now at a frozen lake. There's water that moves underneath it, of course. Right. Morva, was this always frozen? Yep. Ice fishing, man. Alright. Makes sense. Now, how do we... You have a hammer, right? I guess. Um, Okay, let me just smack the ice. Yeah, I mean, and she's still unconscious, right? Yes. Uh, Mitha asks you more of a, uh, what is it that this lake gives? Like, why life. did your people name it that? It gives life. Uh, we believe that Morin came from it. I see. And it gives us fish, which gives us life. 
I see. So. Have your people ever used it to like actually heal anyone? Nope. Never had to. I see. Is there any certain um, formalities that we have to do if we're taking anything from this? Uh, we should probably make a sacrifice later. Or we just make a sacrifice here. Okay. And thanks for more on. Okay. What do you normally sacrifice? Well, we'll just catch some fish and sacrifice that. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, Morva smashes a hole in the lake. Uh, Tish takes a little bit and he's able to break open a small hole. Great. So, do you just reach in and grab the fish, or how do you dragon can do this? Uh, normally you'd use fishing poles, but, um, in this case, like, if you guys have anything sharp, there's a, there's a good chance. It is very lively, um, okay. so if anyone has any bait they could throw in, like rations or something like that, you'll probably get some biters. I'm going to drill a hole in the barrel. Sure. Like, I'm going to take the top off the barrel. Yeah. Put some rations in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Cut a hole in, tie sure. a rope, throw the barrel in, let the barrel sink. When the fish go in to eat it, pull the barrel up with the help of others. Yeah, that's fine. I'm hoping we do not crash through the ice while doing this because of the amount of weight that we're pulling up. Um, I wouldn't worry too much about it. Like, Strong Boy over here, Strong Boy Morbo probably took like a good eight to ten smashes of his hammer to okay, make a hole. Gotcha. And then he was able to chip things off the side. But it, it's a strong lake. It's good. Okay. Alright, so um, while all that's happening, we're going to let time pass with that. Uh, notch. Yeah, uh, well, I. I, my theory is I'm going to just have to dip her in, okay. but I don't know. I was going to do some let them sacrifice first. Okay, so you're afraid to wait. Uh, do it right away. Um, so you're waiting around. Myth is waiting around with you going like, we're going to eat some of these fish that we catch, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Got it. <laughs> I like the way your people sacrifice. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to dip one of the, like my potion, the empty one I took, yeah. fill it up with the water from the barrel and hand it to... Uh, notch. Okay, so um, while you're waiting for them to do this, he gets his barrel down in there and he comes over with a vial. Babies does and hands you a vial of the water. Okay. Thank you. Um, more of us, should I wait for your sacrifice? Um, n- no, we could probably do it after. I okay. mean, we usually sacrifice after. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, uh, following all normal customs, I'll... Uh, Try to have her drink some of this water. Sure. So, um, the vial is extremely cold, and, um, you guys notice, just, like, from being near the water and stuff, that, like, uh, it's, like, an ice mush to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still, like, very fluid and stuff. So, it's it's a wonder how some of these fish even survive in the water. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not, like, crazy reptilian fish or anything like that. Like, they seem pretty traditional. But, um, as you go and, like, pour it, it doesn't seem to make any difference, and it does, like, sting your hand if right. you're holding her or anything like that. Yeah. So, um, the water is, like, very, very painful. Hmm. Um, maybe we should sacrifice first. Mitha, I mean, you know ways of healing. Is there anything... Is there any way to bless water? Uh, that's not really my specialty. My healing is just innate. Hmm. So, it was something I was born with. I, I haven't trained in any of those areas. Hey, Quarian, mm-hmm. uh, are you able to start a fire? I can firebolt. <laughs> <laughs> Not a, a forest spell. fire. <laughs> well, maybe you could uh, 
make a fire pit or you know collect some firewood. I don't see why we can't just start a fire normally. Because <laughs> we're, stand, we're standing on top of ice, okay. and I'd rather cooler in your shoe. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't ask you to blow the firewood up. I asked if you to start a fire, and that's what you gave me. All right. Um, that's no problem. If you guys want to make a fire, is everyone good to make a fire over on the side? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, your barrel fish comes up. Uh, good, good amount of fish, probably like a good 30 or 40 fish, uh, found their way in there. And, um, you know, all of you together were able to get it out and slide it on the ice, maybe over to the side where this fire started. Um, so who wants to go? Anyone? Well, I think with the fire, I would have the water, like, heat up. Sure. That's fine. So yeah, you're heating up water near the fire with you know canteen, whatever you guys end up having to hold the water, and that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure more of us cooking up some fish, descaling, yeah, all that stuff. Sacrificing this hammer. Yeah, yeah. Well, we should all have mess kits. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Lots, since we have adventure packs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he could just be using like a pot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It. Well, and anything. But I don't want to boil it. I just need to make it not ice. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, you could warm it up in a pot sure. rather than a canteen that catch fire. So, um, you're able to do so. The water is warm now. The fish are cooked. Or, you know, warm, whatever you want to call it. Lukewarm. Whatever you want the water to be, you have it. And the fish are all cooked. Right. I mean, she's not responsible to, like, dip her in this. Like, just put her, like, in the pot. In the lukewarm water and see if it does anything. Yeah, you can try that. Um, she doesn't seem to, you know, be awakened at all. Hmm. What's up, Morva? <laughs> I guess I have to ask Morin now, don't I? Sure, go ahead. Pray to Morin. Uh, Give me a wi- wisdom uh, check. Plus zero. Woo! <laughs> Ten. Okay. Um, you know, the lake is the sacred part. So, that's all you have. Hmm. Try throwing her in. Or okay. you can go in with her. Yeah, I'll uh I will just cup her in my hands and I guess dip her submerge her in the in the ice hole. Alright, so as you do that, um it's you're gonna be your choice to pull your hands out immediately from the freezing cold water or take damage. I'm gonna take some damage. Alright. Roleplay damage. Just <laughs> the kick of it. Alright. Two roleplay damage from right. the icy cold. Um and uh she uh, is shocked awake instantly upon being emerged. Her eyes open and everything like that. Then I pull her out. Uh, yeah, and you can pull her out. Cool. But uh, it takes you to pull your hands all the way down so that she's all the way emerged. Yeah. yeah. Um, she begins to glow a silver as her eyes open. Uh, she's got green little pupils, and um, she yells an abyssal at you. Okay. I was uh, yeah, which yeah. is your language. Yep. Um, so she goes, why'd you do that? You were responsive. That was cold. I am. I was cold in my hands too. I see. Well. What's she's like looking at her body. Yeah. I'm Ochnus. Ochnus. Yes. <laughs> that's a that's a road trip down memory lane. <laughs> um, Ochnus, did you do you know you fell from the sky and you were surrounded by blue crystals? My spaceship! Where is it? It is... Or my craft. Spaceship town's too sci-fi. My craft. Right. <laughs> um, it is in the hidden cove to the east. Can we recover it? Uh, well, 
Possibly. When we left, it was uh, deteriorating. I wasn't able to see it itself. Well, upon landing, it was supposed to set up a environment for me to live in. <laughs> I think since you left, the environment's no longer there. I see. You've been fixed your spaceship. Well, I do know I never awoke until now, so something must have been wrong, and I thank you for that. Uh, I will travel with you for the time being, and uh, should you need any assistance, let me know. Okay. So uh, she'll twist up into a ring. Um, she's still like very much herself, but she's like a little blue ring now, mm -hmm. and uh, fly onto your finger. Cool. Um, when she flies onto you, you feel a lot of power uh, surge back into you, um, and uh, that accounts for a like plus four to your um, your character uses wisdom or intelligence. Charisma. Charisma. So plus four to your charisma. Okay. Do I max out at twenty? Yeah. All right. Any oh. magical item maxes you at twenty, it won't take you above. Over limit. Cool. Is oh. that right? I thought it was 20 was the regular limit and then... Yeah, in the Dungeon Master's Guide, most magic items that add, like, there's, like, ogres of strength and stuff, say, this cannot take you above 20. Okay, gotcha. Because it's, like, not until you're epic that you get to go up to 24 and stuff like that yeah. in 5e. I was under the impression that you could stop at 20 and then magic items would bring you up over 20. But, yeah, um, obviously, yeah. I've read more of it than... In 3.5. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fine. So, um... Cool. I feel magical. You sacrifice some of the fish, you guys eat a bunch of fish. Anyone else want to do anything else before we head down the Trinado, which is just, um, you know, south of here? Spend my healing surges? Sounds good. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Uh, I think I'm fully healed. I want to do something. Yeah, feel free to just do it all on your own. I'm going to move the story over, yeah. and then next battle I'll take everyone's HP, okay? Healing surges, you get half back every day. Healing sure did you spend your hit dice, you roll your hit dice, you get that much HP back. Oh, half back, sorry. I thought you were talking about half HP. Yeah, so you get half your hit dice back every long rest. But uh, then and it's when rounded we, down? And it's rounded down. When we long rest, don't we just gain all of our stuff back? Correct, but okay. you need to heal during the day is the idea in 5e. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to risk it and say that I think this is the end of the day, so I'm not going to spend That's fine. Alright, so everyone who needed to take a short rest slash healing surge did so during that time. Um, you were able to sacrifice to Morin, and, uh, it goes as it normally does without any real response. So, Mytha, where do you think this flower is? I really have no idea. But, we have found all these so far, so I'm sure it is in our fate to come across one. The paper does not say so. Like, you know, the parchment does not mm -hmm. give any word. So, uh, as you guys travel south... Um, the Trinata becomes a real river, and, um, it's about, you know, a good 200 feet wide, like, it's, it's a healthy, large river, and, um, you're just traveling south, walking, and you do start to see in the distance, like, little shacks that are set up, um, kind of like small little town encampments, and, uh, we'll have you guys reach the first one here. Cool, I left the water barrel back in because the water had no special properties. Yeah. It seems... Uh, it never did for Morbus people either. So. Um, this small encampment. You guys get to it. Uh, there is a elf, you know, standing there. He's wearing a straw hat and um, just uh, chilling in a chair. And uh, there, there's not a lot of busyness going around. There's a couple tents and stuff. Ah! Where are you guys coming from? 
From the north. Where be in the north? Where else could the north be from? We're coming from the mountains. There. Well, it's not often that people travel from the north down here. I, I haven't seen anyone in hundreds of years, you know, travel that far. So, uh, are you are you from the land above? Yes. Hi. Oh. What brings you into Felicia? Got work to do. You see. Something doesn't seem right about you. Just me. You might want to wipe all that dirt off your face and your arms. Look like a beast of some sort. This is kind of me. I see. Alright. So he's just going to turn away from you. Are, I like how they react to you, but <laughs> Tiefling is... Well, Tiefling came over as part of the... People, yeah. But like, yeah. Part of the resistance. Um... Just I, Felicia, have we? Oh, the country's Felicia. Yeah, right. the country. <laughs> gotcha. I thought it was like I'm like I'm like. Have we been to Felicia? That's yeah. why I was. Well, technically, I was the northern mountains—they're not part of Felicia. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah they're supposed to be mm-hmm. independent. But Babries is new to this country, guys. So. Oh. His him his Matt himself and Babries do not know everything a, you guys know. I want to go off on a historical rant. Okay. Detailing things. Go ahead and role play it, Sam. <laughs> so uh, a few generations ago, we, we meaning uh, many different races, uh, left the Western continent to flee from uh, a tyrant, and Southern com- continent. It's underneath the Tiber Sea. Ah, uh, I'm sorry. Oh, so we, we went east. But yeah, for some reason, I was under the impression they came west as well. Well, uh, the only thing that's probably written in your backgrounds is that they crossed the Tiber Sea, and here's the Go Tiber on. Sea for you. So okay. So when they crossed the Chipper Sea, um, they escaped to in order to make a free land away from this uh, tyrant and his um, oppressive rule. Uh, and for the past hundred eighty or eighty years. Oh, it's it's been at least like three hundred years. Oh, really? Yeah, your family, because his family is tieflings. They're some of the few that are still from that. Um, like they they were kids when they came over here. Came to the new land. Right. He's a first generation Felician. <laughs> yes. That's right. Yeah, that's how it worked out. Felician Tiefling. Were they immigrant Felicians? Yeah. And we've been a resistant and malicious uh, country so we can stand against any incursions. Which I don't think there have been. Let's continue talking about this at a local tavern over a pint. Sounds good. So, uh, the so elf looks over, there'd be no tavern here, boy, but I sell the alcohol. Do you sell beds? I feel free to give you my tent for whatever it's worth. I'm looking for a bed. I've been in tents for far too long. I see. Uh, got some good fairies that come in. They've got beds on those. Then let's, uh, take this to a fairy, lads. Uh, they're, they're gonna dock right here, and, uh, he looks up at the sun... Give it another, you know, such and such time. Is such and such time a day, or is such and such time today? Today. Okay. So, you guys are welcome to uh, wait here and uh, eat rations, whatever you may, and a uh, fairy does show up. Uh, it's fighting against the current to get up here, and uh, it seems to be puffing out smoke of some sort, uh, so, like, there's something burning on this fairy. Um, and uh, it makes dock. 
he gets out, he ties up these metallic chains to uh, different posts that are, you know, behind his little shack here. And the fairy people get out, and you guys are welcome to interact with them as needed. But they, uh, I guess, well, I'll just get started with, uh, oh, what's this dirty one doing? The one guy says to the elf as he passes by Morba. Got mud all over you. I'll show you mud. <laughs> yeah, and then the guy says, uh, supposedly he's actually that way. I think he might be one of those dragonborn fellows. Just gonna keep staring at him. Like, That's fine, um, yeah. Uh, I'll interject, since uh, this doesn't seem to be securing us fairies. Uh, good evening. Hey. Sir? Yeah. Um, will you be heading down south? Of course, it's what we do. Excellent. South uh, to north. We would like to uh, barter some passage. That is fine. Alright, I'm just gonna get on. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Mm -hmm. Alright, um, so as they're waiting here, you see that uh, there's like a shipment of, um, well, there's, a, there's wagons that come up from the south. Um, and they're carrying a bunch of stones and things like that. Not very precious stones, just like, you know, blackened stones of different varieties, and then regular stone stuff. And, uh, they start loading these wagons onto the ferry. Um, people are taking boxes and loading them up. And he says, uh, you boys be helping? I guess. And he's pointing at, yeah, at the whole party and asking you to help. And, uh, Mitha looks at those guys and says, the boys be helping. And then she starts walking up after the, um... After the people carrying crates. And the guy looks over and be like, That lass has got a funny thing on her face, but she's fine. She belonged to any of you? Yes. Really? Yes. I see. Uh, well, the ferry ride is free. Could I pay for a ride of my own? Or... No. I see. Well, very good then. And uh, they load up everything. Is You guys are willing to help and load everything up? Yep. Oh, no. I'm just hopping on. I see. Uh, you, you, you there. No hopping aboard without any uh, rocks and stones. Oh, okay. I take a gold piece out and hand it to him. Good stone. Thank you. <laughs> Feel free. Hop aboard. Um, That'll actually work. Cool. Yeah. That's fine. As, as long as you guys are willing to work, I don't have to role play with you. Uh, everyone loads up on the ferry, and uh, after you know a couple hours, those wagons head back down south, um, and the ferry gets disembarked down the Trinata. So, the uh, smoke stops puffing, mm. and the boat naturally floats down the river. Um, it only takes like probably like eight ten hours till you guys get to um, Galahan, where it's their first stop. Um, so it's overnight, right? Yeah, yeah. We we can just um, make it that they get there at night. I know, like time's weird at this point, but we gotta find some sort of base. So yeah, we're, they're gonna get there at night, and they travel through the night anyway. So uh, at night, you guys stop at Galahan. So does that count as a long rest? Yeah, that's fine. You guys can treat as a long rest, or at some point you're gonna get a long rest. Yeah. I can tell your role playing's coming for some time here. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. I believe Corion has some, what you call it? Yeah, okay. So um, when you guys get to Galahan, you see this um, large plantation where a ton of elves are working. 
and you've never seen this larger collection of only elves before. Um, you guys are getting off the boat and dropping off some stones, but very little. Most of the stuff's coming on, and it's a lot, a lot of food. Um, and there's a few, I guess it's probably not stones, but other packages for Galahad and stuff like that. Um, but uh, a guy comes up, and uh, he's uh, not too old, and he comes over, and he sees Quarion, and he goes, Ah, cousin Quarion! And it, it's Rog. Rog, how do you do? Very good. Uh, what are you doing traveling from the north? There's nothing up there. Uh, well, I'm currently in the middle of some business that had to take me up that way, so... I see. Some some weird people up north, so be very careful, indeed. Uh, does Penlod know that you're up there? Uh, not explicitly. He knows that I'm traveling abroad, so... Oh, is he still all cooped up in his little keep? I imagine so. I can't imagine him. Very good. Anywhere else. Well, uh... Let me have my men bring you some food, you know, so you, you need not worry. Oh, I'd be great, terribly grateful. Would you mind uh, preparing some for my traveling companions? Not at all. Yeah, that's fine. I don't not mind at all. So and I'm um, going to tell him one more person, just because I'm assuming more of us eating two persons worth. Okay. Fine, yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, people who come over, there are a few, you notice half-elves and humans, but they're mixed in at such like a low rate. Um, so as you guys are sitting here watching all this happen... Uh, Rog goes, uh, well, if you have time, I, I don't know if you're in a rush, you should come and check out the farm, see Yiren. Um, well, how long is the, uh, ferry gonna be here for? Oh, I, I believe it's probably pushing off within the next hour. And when will the next one be arriving, heading south? Uh, well, I think it, it probably another two to four days, depending on how the stream is, you know, how heavy it is. Uh, unfortunately, I can't spare much time. I can spare an hour, though. Okay. So, uh, you get off the boat, off the, uh, what you call it, uh, are you gonna invite anyone else, or does anyone else no, wanna come? just gonna... Uh, I wanna I talk to some of the farmers. Okay, more you said what? I don't need to do anything. Okay, talk to some farmers. Babies, would you like to hop along, or any interest? Uh, would it be rude if I came with you? You don't need to. Alright, I'll stay on the boat. Keep an eye on Mitha. That, that, that's probably an excellent <laughs> suggestion. Thank you, Notch. <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to uh, go in the room and take a nap. Cool. Barrick. Um, so, uh, you are able to get over to the humble abodes. You know, there's no keep here or anything mm -hmm. like that. Uh, it's just a, you know, wooden pillars with a tent, a uh, canvas tent over top of it. Very open, like a, you know, a pavilion type idea. And uh, Yiren, the extremely old elf, is sitting there. Uh, you know, he's kind of like a grandfather cousin to Quarion. Mm -hmm. And uh, he does not notice or see you as you guys walk up to him. But All right, I'll, I'll call out to him. Okay. Rog, Rog says, uh, his hearing and his sight are gone, so um, it's likely that he won't hear you. Okay. Um, so... Have you been uh, communicating with him? Well, uh, not many talk to him. You know, he has a pretty bitter taste in his mouth towards many people. So you could feel free to maybe give him a pat on the back or something just to let you know he's here. He's still yeah. very wise and keen, but um, probably not worth trying to communicate with the old man. I see. Uh, you know, he, Rog is the one who took over for Yiren right, right. as he's aged. 
So uh, you get over to Yiren. Um, you know, he's just sitting at a table uh, by himself. There's no one else who wants to sit with him or anything like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll give him a pat and continue wherever Rob wanted to. Sure. Yeah. So you give him a little pat on the back. Uh, give me a perception check. Gotcha. That's a 13 plus 2... Plus 2 is 4, so 17. Okay. Um, when you do this, you like turn to head over with Rog, and um, you see that he takes a like stick from his side mm -hmm. and uh, points it at you and flicks his wrist. And um, you are... I guess you can get a wisdom save. Okay. Seven. Okay. Um, you are turned into a badger. So, uh, Rog goes, ah! And he goes, D -d -d you know, darn you, Yairin. <laughs> he's got to get back on that ferry. Uh, you still have full control of yourself. He's wild-shaped you into a badger. Gotcha. Um, but you don't know how long you're going to be stuck that way and whatnot. And uh, the old man kind of laughs a toothless, you know, laugh mm -hmm. to himself. Um, I'm gonna hop up on the table and, like, just kind of, uh, perch right in front of him, like, as close to his face as I can kind of reach. Alright, okay, so as table. you get close, he holds out his, um, you know, stick wand at you. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's kind of like a, don't you dare come close, little beastie. I'm gonna growl a little bit. Okay, you can growl. It's, uh, whether or not you, uh, come close or attack him that I'll respond to, but... I'm going to slowly continue getting closer. Okay, Rock's going to come over and scoop you up off of the table and say, look, 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 uh, he, he does this sometimes. It's just the only way he has fun anymore, I imagine. We'll just get you back on the ferry, and I'm sure, I'm sure you'll be fine. It's just magic. Magic wears off, so. I can't respond, so. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so uh, he's <laughs> I, I just kind of go limp and like, uh. Yeah. So uh, Badger Corian is carried back to the ship. They you breeze. While you're sleeping, you start hearing Avenger uh, pounding on your door, and Mitha's like screaming outside, like "You gotta let me in!" I open the door up. Okay, she runs in. She shuts the door. Oh, what's up, Mitha? The men on this ship, a bunch of pigs. I, I didn't realize how good I had it with you men, and then the uh, the lichens before I was traveling with those those beasts. Yeah, usually uh, usually it's worse out at sea. I didn't realize that river men had such a uh, any kind of like things. Carnivorous needs. Yes, you you think beasts of all things would have more carnivorous needs, but I guess I guess it's not so true. Well, I, I will need to be staying in this room to be safe. I hope that's not a problem. Uh, as long as I get the bed, Mitha. Yeah, not not at all. Well, while we're together, uh, I did want to uh, discuss with you. So, why are you traveling with these people? Why not? Uh, with the crew, we uh, we were just I was taking a look for information on these horses and I've already found another one since we've been traveling so I could either abandon you or I could continue to look look while I help I see uh, I have a gift for you and uh, from what I hear it's something you're very interested in but I need you to swear secrecy to me uh, for something I'm about to tell you because I'm going to need your help when the time comes I will throw myself the secrecy to you. I see. Um, I, you know, I, I have n 
uh, all I can do is trust you with this. So, um, she hands you over a, um, it's like, I guess, a glass jar. And, uh, inside, the water is, like, stood up in the shape of a horse. Um, so, like, it's not, like, moving around to filling the space. Right. And, uh, she says, uh, I, I came across this some, some time ago. And, uh, I saw you talking to Notch, you know, in your travels. And noticed that you seem to be collecting them. I believe it's just an ornament, and uh, I thought it was very, you know, cool and clean. It's from my life before I was captured. But uh, I'm willing to give it to you. You see, it's very important to me that when the time comes, uh, you make sure you, yourself, and your traveling companions do not intervene. When we get down to Hicks, uh, I am part of the ritual that we will be doing, and it will cost me my life. So uh, I need to just be sure that no one stops me from doing this, as this is my final request, and I'm giving away my things so you can see how serious I am. Sure, Mitha, if that's your final request, are you sure there's no other way that we can do this without having to sacrifice you? From what I read, um, and from the information that I keep hearing, uh, it seems that they call me a moon witch or something, but, you know, as far as I know, I, I have been different, and um, the ritual calls for the blood of a moon-touched one, so I assume that's my own. And if a little bit doesn't work, then I'll be giving a lot. Alright, Mitha. Well, uh, try to take it easy until then. That's a tough decision. Yes, well, it, it's a necessary one. I have nothing more to live for anyway, so. Alright, and uh, I'll grab the horse and uh, say thank you. And um, feel free to, you know, share the room. Perfect. So, Notch, you're um, off in the land, and uh, everyone is well-dressed, uh, healthy. These don't appear to be slave workers at all, uh, which you would know very much from the South. Mm -hmm. um, you've heard of gray draws before as, like, uh, people who worked up in the North on farms and stuff, you know, devoid of technology and things like that. Right. And they do have no technology on this farm, which is also very, very strange. But um, the people appear to be happy, and they appear to be actually, like, well socialized or you know however you want to call it yeah. well so, adjusted well adjusted yeah um cool well i wanted to come out because these guys are farming if they know anything about the gladiolus tristis yes the species um they uh they say um you, you can definitely grab one and the other ones will come around and talk to you there's not many visitors that come here mm -hmm. and um th among them there's someone who says uh oh yes yeah that's a very very rare flower um, I don't suppose you'll find any growing up here, but, uh, it only blooms at night. Very interesting. I've never seen one, but, uh, we've, we've heard about them. I think, uh, many grew in the land before, uh, Murdoch came. And, uh, we all wonder if, you know, it, it is their type that's poisoned this land for the rest of us. Hmm. Um, but, uh, and nothing against you. I know, I know, you know, we gave you refuge as well, and, you know, there's probably good among your people, but from what we've seen in the South and heard... You know, they're, they're tearing up the lands, especially in Falkasir. So, um, I, uh, I imagine that if there's no other place in this land that has it, the, uh, the king might. Uh, he has, a uh, beautiful gardens at his capital and such. So, um, he may have put some time into taking care of some there. Well, thank you very much for your help. I'm always interested in oddities and information and such. Uh, by the way, do you guys have any books I could uh, buy off of you? Uh, we try to not create things other than that that is natural and organic. 
So um, we keep very, very little to ourselves except our um, you know, clothing, which we take very good care of, and um, obviously our food and our tools. Well, it was a pleasure. Yes. Uh, just for my information, where does the king live? Uh, the capital is Felicia. in the middle. Yeah, it should say. Um, Felicia capital. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. No problem. <laughs> cool. Uh, I think I covered everyone. Uh, Badger Boy comes up on the ship. Morva's just chilling, right? I guess. I mean, I could, because I did probably notice the smokestacks, and yeah. I was like curious about them. Sure, you want to ask? Just that? been wondering about. Yeah. So um, you're traveling through the ship, and um, a lot of people are going like, uh, "Man, were, were you hanging out in the smokestacks? Like you're super dirty. Like you should go clean off somewhere, or jump in, jump in the river or something." Um, and you're, you're doing the same thing over and over where you're saying like, no, no, this is me. And you're like pulling out your scales and stuff. And they're kind of just shrugging it off. Like they're doing their job and things. Uh, and ultimately you, um, you find this, uh, this steam room for lack of a better term. And inside there's, uh, like literally 20 men who are all working these machines. Um, they seem to be very intricate, lots of tubing and piping. Um, and, uh, there's fires as well, like furnaces down there. So it's getting really hot for me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For you, you'd say like this is this is unbearable, probably, from your experience. So I'm like, is there anyone near near the, like the entrance? Yeah, that yeah. I you can talk to grab? talk to anyone. I'm just gonna be like, hey, guy. Yeah, yeah. What's with this place? This is how we get the boat upstream. Better than a uh, hundred working men's arms. Hmm. What's the uh, smoke doing? It's burn. Just us burning stuff. Hmm. Were you hanging out in a smokestack? Have you ever heard of a dragon? Yeah, of course. I'm one of them. Ah, uh, you're the type who said our type couldn't stay here. <laughs> you better get out of my engine room before you're thrown in the fire. Good luck. Now I'm gonna just leave. Cool. <laughs> Surprisingly, Morva made it through an encounter with technology and didn't destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine they broke the ship. That'd be too entertaining. Alright. Um, Rog asks around and finds out where you're staying, Babries, and he comes to your door and knocks. Mythic goes, check who it is. I'm going to walk to the door and open it slightly to peek. Okay, there's uh, Rog, who you met earlier, but he's holding a you know badger. That's nice, Rog. Uh, this, this is yours. Unfortunately, my, uh, my, my grandfather, he saw fit to turn Corian into a badger. So, um, just give him some lettuce, maybe some carrots, and some water, and he should be fine. And he tries to hand him to you. Uh, I'm gonna hold my arm and see what Corian does. I'm going to, uh, wiggle a bit to try to get myself dropped. Okay, that's fine. Like, I guess Rog will lower you down and says, okay. Right. So you're, you're walking into the room? Yeah. Okay, and Rog says, uh, ha have a good night. Um, the food was already delivered. You guys ate at some point. We don't have to go through that. Yeah, and I'll turn and bow as best as okay. I can. <laughs> okay. Um, everyone makes it back to the ship, and um, you all end up getting assigned to Babies' room where there's only one bed, um, which is, you know... Who knew what your lodging's for? All right, guys. First thing, one, this is my bed. Two, 
You can talk to people telepathically, so you can talk to Corian and be his mouth. Okay. Three, I don't want to hear Corian wants the bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and just take up much space like that. He just he'll just snuggle at your feet yeah. and keep them warm at night. Probably <laughs> actually the size uh, of you because you're a gnome. Like, I actually might well, consider just sleeping badgers out. Though. Badgers are pretty big. Yeah. All right. Um. So everyone, this is just like your long rest that I gave you earlier, or whatnot. Um. And the ship travels till morning, where you uh dock again and arrive at Mercy, I believe. Is Corian yeah. back to usual? Nope, he's not. How long do these magic things last? Not well. Depending on uh, the intricacies and the power of the grandfather, but she is an old wise man, so it could be some time. And then I communicate to see if I get any information from Badger. Badger, 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 Badger. <laughs> <laughs> Quark, why are you saying Badger, Badger? This is telepathic talk. Um, he's so steamed that he's. I I have here. respect for my grandfather's uh ability to do magic, so I imagine you're correct, and it is going to be a bit. Sometime. Alright, um... Or, my cousin's grandfather, I mean. Everyone getting off the boat to Mercy, right? That's the plan? Pretty much. Uh, I guess so. Okay. Um, so, as you guys arrive here at Mercy, I know some of you have been here before, but just uh, as a general exposition, the, uh, land itself has a very beautiful castle on it. It's a large, beautiful castle. Uh, looks well cared for and everything like that. It is at the break of the two rivers, so um, it's also, like, uh, well-protected. Um, you know, you have to travel over the rivers from both the east and the west to get to this keep. And um, once you guys get off of the boat, which is right at the um, turning, like, right at the turning point, I guess, a little bit after that, I'm pretty sure, um, you start to notice as you're walking towards the front of this keep that there are, like, a thousand large tents uh, and tons of soldiers outside who are sparring and, you know, sitting around talking and all these other things. Um, they're all dressed the same exact way. And uh, those of you who live here, except, well, it's, it's really just Notch and Corian. Um, and Babies has seen them before, so uh, these are the soldiers of Felicia. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just chilling. Hey, Corian, do you want me to carry you up to your father's? Badger, 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 badger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, and Notch? What does Badger, Badger, Badger mean? Well... I don't speak Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel that he's probably wanting to wait to see if he can do it himself. Yes. Okay, he Or you want to walk yourself up in Badger form? No, I think maybe we should... uh, Maybe spend... uh, There's nothing around here. I was going to say, find a local inn, but there's not really... Yeah. <laughs> Mercy worry. is the inn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I know the guy. You can do some uh, badger crunches and see until you get... <laughs> start sparring. Cool, uh, so I'm going to walk uh, up to the front door then. Yeah. Sure. Um, Notch, you're taken aback by all the soldiers that are here. Okay. Um, there's a war against Gog that's been going on. And uh, you haven't been to Mercy ever in your travels. You ended up going off to the eastern part of the continent. Yeah. But you had assumed that the army was all at Allegre, which is um, a holding point against Gog. Because as, as you've been growing up, and from what you hear in Piazza, there's, there's some great war. Hmm. So it's just too many reserve troops, or they're not actually fighting? They seem to be... A lot of them are just chilling. Like, this is not a ready-to-be-militarized base. Um, all the people from the ferry are delivering all the food from Galahun mm-hmm. to the soldiers and stuff like that in Mercy and stuff. 
Uh, so you guys get to the front door, and um, you know there's uh, really no system that both babies knows. There's no system. There's like no maze or anything to like open the door for you. So uh, you could knock, but there's no chance they'll really hear it. And Babries, you just ventured in before and found him. Yeah, so, so I'm going to do it again. Yeah, he has no fear of being attacked, um, you know, given his current situation. So you guys walk right in. Um, the Keep of Mercy is, uh, you know, beautiful on the inside. Um, you know, you, you would be mistaken, wouldn't be that mistaken to believe that it was Felicia Capital, um, given that how well everything was cared for. Uh, it all It is all very, very dusty, though. Like, it's not like... Um, taken care of to that degree, but very well built, very expensive. Um, there's suits of armor, and occasionally there's a rapier on the wall with a piece of canvas behind it, um, strewn up very kindly and nicely, and they're all in different shapes and sizes and things like that. I'm sure I know where he is. I'm going to go to his, like, rapier um, trophy room. I'm going to start biting at Notch's ankle. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, I'm not Corian, okay? Okay. <laughs> this is our other pet. Hey. <laughs> All right. Wait, wait. Why? He probably feels demeaned. I don't care how he feels. I'm gonna tell his father that's Quarian. Not relay that it's, information. It, it's a good joke. Okay, <laughs> tell him it's a good joke. <laughs> All right. You do what you do. Thank you. That's how Baby does. So. And you probably don't understand what they're saying to each other. <laughs> Why shouldn't I? Oh, I guess I guess you would. Yeah. Sorry, I'm thinking because you he, can't he, talk to him. But yeah, 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 yeah. You should be able to hear. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah, it's you like dogs can't speak to understand. Us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. For some reason, I just thought it'd be really funny if you were just like, oh yeah, yeah. They they barked at each other in common. So. <laughs> <laughs> he told him. He told him we're good. But um, no, no, you're right. You could hear. That makes sense. Uh, you guys get to the trophy room, and um, he's cleaning. Penelon's cleaning some rapiers. Uh, when you enter this room, for those who haven't been there before, uh, there's a large hearth, many uh, banners. Like uh, you know, they don't necessarily look like war banners because they're they're very pretty and like well sculpted and stuff. But um, they're banners for the Zillicent family. Uh, there's some portraits on the wall as well of um, the many Zillicents that have lived. And um, besides that, though, the room has like nearly like a hundred, maybe two hundred rapiers. That are all um, at height so that they can be touched and stuff, but they like line the walls so that you can barely see the stone behind them. Oh. And these are not dusting. Yeah. Oh, Penlod. Oh. And Penlod turns around and sees all of you, and goes, uh, "I know this one, but uh, I do not know these two and a half, three, three and a half, because Meth is there. I forgot." I'll allow me to introduce myself. Wait, who's the half? The badger. badger? Yeah. yeah. No, it's the Dragonborn, okay? Slightest <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, hand. We, well. we got enough of this in Pathfinder. We're right. good. Yeah, I'll jab so fast. No, no, no. Penlod's a good guy. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, allow me to introduce myself, and I give myself a, a bow. Um, yep. I am Notch Stern. Uh, my family resides in Piazza. Very good. And uh, you? I, uh... Okay, Morva. I see that you are... From uh, Crouch, likely. Yep. I see. I've heard of you. Never, never visited. How how is the land? It's still there. Good. Well, uh, what what made you leave your people? Demolishment. I see. Okay, very good. And you, uh, how's that rapier holding up that I gave you? Hey, Penlod. Uh, actually, I gave you a rapier. 
That's right. So how um, is that rapier I gave you? Well, I asked because uh, I thought I gave you that finely exquisited silver rapier. Um, that's not mine? No, this is one I picked up along the way, my friend. Are you sure? Because it looks like one I would own. No, but I did actually pick up something of yours. Uh, Quarian is this little badger here. I'm going to go around sniff the walls like I'm some kind of regular badger. <laughs> he says, uh, I remember you being great fun when you were here before. All that seawater and stuff just makes you lively. Well, uh, yeah, has any, have any of you seen my boy? He's, he's out traveling. Uh, I'm just going to look over at the badger. Okay. Yeah. Um, I got. I guess I'll psychic with you. Mm. Kind of have to tell him. No, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) You met me on my travels. I was in good health and seemed to be doing extraordinarily well as an event as a traveler. We have traveled with him, and he has been helpful. Okay. Good. Good to hear. Well, um, you're all welcome to stay. I don't get company often. Um, you know what? Uh, uh, I can put you up for a week, a month. You all here to see my great keep? I can walk you around the halls. I know Babries has seen most of it, but... I start biting notches and angles. Actually, the reason yes. why we're here is because we wanted to warn Piazza of a impending attack, or a possible one. I see. Uh, what merit do you have to make such a threat, slash, you know... Not, not that you're threatening, but you understand. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, we actually were up at uh, the Marin Mountains. Varen Mountains. Uh, with our Dragonborn guide. And we saw a demonic dragon unleashed. Um, and he was talking about Piazza being a land of light that needs to be darkened. I see. Well, this is no good for you. Uh, your people already have a bit of a bad rap. And that was then, a fire dragon that said that. Uh, I, I'm just, just saying, you know, uh, dragonborn people are not very liked, especially in the south. Um, well, it's okay because he's the only dragonborn left. Interesting. I did say demolishment. Well, you yourself then should probably stay here safely, because if a dragon attacks the south, I think your people are next. Um, the army is, you know, doing well against Gog over in Allegre. Uh, but I can uh, send word. I trust you. Um, I just wonder that if maybe um, so that I can be sure the information is valid that you'd leave that finely crafted slash somewhat mundane rapier with me. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't, uh, Penlot. This is something that uh, I'm still currently using at this point. Besides, I don't think a man would want a blood cover rapier. Everything shines up, but... Uh, th- that's fine, that's fine. So, um, at least, at least you guys can stay. Um, shall I, uh, point you to some rooms, or? Uh, sure, my friend. Maybe we'll stay here for a day, uh, gather our thoughts, and then head on out tomorrow morning. So, uh, Mitha, like, stomps her foot on yours, and, um, she does recognize royalty, so, um, she's been, like, very quiet and, uh, well, well-meanered, or well-mannered, rather, but, um... Uh, my apologies, Penlod. This is actually Mitha Light. Uh, our guide in, in our past few journeys. Okay, so she curtsies to him, and um, she speaks in a way that she's never spoken to you guys before. Um, and she goes, uh, We cannot stay long. Uh, unfortunately, we need to be on our way. We have very important business to get to. And uh, with dragons on the loose and all, I don't think we have any time to be vacationing. 
And, um, you know, Penlon goes, uh, is this true? You, you cannot stay. Um, I was looking forward to the company. Well, we shouldn't tally that much. We do have things to get to. Yes, yes, things to get to. So, uh, we'll stay for the day, get some food, and maybe, um, start traveling out. I've been sitting around for a while. You guys have been doing stuff, and I'm kind of bored to get to somewhere. Well, Mytho, it is rude to turn down a meal. Yes, I'm I'm all for staying for the meals. (laughs) Oh, uh, and Penlod. Oh, well, are we going to sit down for a meal, then? I think we could stay... The better part of it. That's fantastic. Day. My badger really loves gruel and eating on the floor out of a bowl. <laughs> uh, well, very good. I will uh, set the table and get in the kitchen and get to work. So oh. um, you can all come and follow me and I'll set you down at the... Uh... <laughs> no, no, no. Mytho will help you with the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's fine. Uh, Mytho's not going to say no to him. So um, you guys are all sat at like a di- uh, dining room um, table? I'm going to bite at... Notch. Notch. Go ahead. Can you help me get to my room, please? Sure. Um, I also feel slightly cooped up. Uh, if you don't mind, I will wander about. That's fine, yeah. Uh, just know that uh, every rapier in here is uh, tallied every single day and everything like that. So uh, I, I, I understand that you're friends of Babry's here, but um, I just want to make sure you know that the surveillance is... But you also understand that I am friends with Babries. So. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so good. Uh, so you guys all sat, sit at this uh, large dining room table in this great hall. I'm um, reading the wine cabinet. That's fine. The, yeah. Cellar. Yeah. Um, you know, everything is dusty except one seat at the table and then like one circle on top of the table. So um, you're like kind of wiping dust off things and like cobwebs and stuff. Little critters are running around. Um, and... Uh, Mitha and Penlod go into another room altogether to prepare something. Leaving me alone again. You find a bunch <laughs> of wine in the wine cellar, and I imagine bring up some for everyone else. I don't know. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm going to bring up a couple of bottles, and then other people are going to assume it's for that. <laughs> yeah, okay. So a couple of bottles of wine reach the table. Um, Notch and Corian. Um, Corian, he ends up like nosing you to his room yeah. or telepathing you to his room. His way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you get to your room, Corian. Okay. I'm just going to spend the night in there. I see. Or as, you know, until I am... Yeah. That's fine. Um, so you leave him to his room and come back, Notch? Is there a library in the area? He he would have have books. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll, uh, peruse his selection. Sure. Until dinner's ready. Yeah, so, um... You get to the books, we'll just knock this out of the way. Um, there's lots and lots of books, uh, some of which are valuable, things that like you didn't have in the library, even though it's like a fancy library. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly in Elven, again, uh, you find like, you know, it's it's a keep of Elven knowledge. Makes sense. Um, and uh, it's all super duper dusty. You don't notice any, you know, spaces in there where like books have been pulled out or anything like that. That's fine. I read the ones that I uh, don't know, or I glance at them regarding the time constraint. But Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you hear clanging for dinner at some point. Uh, you come over and Mora is just sitting there, um, bored out of his mind. Uh, Babries is on his second bottle of wine by this point, because it took some while to get the food together. Uh, the badger has disappeared. You know what I'm doing with my Warhammer? What? I'm standing it up and just spinning it. Okay. You're, uh, <laughs> twiddling your Warhammer. So, um, the food ends up coming out, and, um, it looks horrific and burnt. Um, there's plates that are put out as well, and they're, you know, 
cleaner than the table and everything like that. Nothing too big to see, but no utensils or anything like that, just uh, some pewter plates. Um, so they're all put out, and you guys are all sat around at the same ends of the table here. Um, and he, Penlon says, dig in! So, uh, you can't tell exactly what it is. It's, it's meat of some sort, and mm. it was cooked over a fire. Uh, but it appears that neither Mitha nor Penlod are uh, much of cooks. Well, thank you, Penlod. I appreciate this. I'm yes. gonna just start eating it. Sure. So, um, fortitude damage. <laughs> no fortitude damage. Um, so, like, he he digs into and he just rips off some meat and puts it on his plate and you know rips it and throws it into his mouth and stuff. And it's only meat is all that they brought out. Just that one thing of meat. So, thank Mitha as well. Yep. Uh, and everyone eats. Um, We'll say that you have some books with you. Yeah. Because um, you're like, you only had a little bit of time to peruse and you're perusing. And Penlod goes, uh. Oh, I was going to say, I'm going to uh, just start telling Penlod about the travels, uh, where we've been to. Um, so, Penlod, we've seen some really fantastic things. Uh, we've gone to Tribeca, is that the. where uh, there was a wooded area, and we actually uh, had the big guy here. Uh, in a eating contest, and I was in a tree climbing contest. It's in Telus. Telus. In Telus, I'm sorry. What did I say? Tribeck. Where's Tribeck? Tribeck was the uh, Unity. Oh, yeah. uh, Unity. Oh, yeah, there was also uh, this fantastic scuffle with a bunch of werewolves down in Unity. Werewolves, you say? Yes, yes, sir. That's what we're uh, taking care of right now. That's why uh, Miss Light here is our guide. She's actually trying to help us to stop some of these lycanthropes. I wasn't aware of uh, a beast problem in Felicia. Is this a widespread problem? Or? I'm not sure if a lot of people know about it, but it seems to be a bigger and bigger problem the longer we, the more we dive into it. I see. Oh, uh, I see that you're drinking directly out of the bottle. Uh, let me go get some goblets for all of us to drink out of. Uh, don't worry about it, my lad. I'm good. Well, I do believe that we should, you know, share wine between everyone. So, um, you know, he goes over and he grabs some bottles from you. <laughs> Uh, only the ones that still have, like, wine in them. And he carries them back out through this door and then comes back without the bottles and just, like, um, a goblet for each of you on a tray. And he says, uh, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't show, uh, you know, proper hospitality for a noble. And, um, you know, the goblets, again, aren't, like, washed or anything like that. But, uh, you know, he, he's proud to give each of you a goblet of wine. So, to wash down the meal. Awesome. <laughs> cool. What, Mora, you're, you're going to not drink the wine? Nah. Okay. He uh, looks over at you and goes, uh, Did you enjoy the meat, Dragonborn fellow? A little bit crispier than I'm used to, but... Oh, I, I had assumed okay. that's how your people eat all the meat. And he's, he's not being demeaning at all, he's just... Well, we're not used to having this kind of meat, we're used to having fish, which is a little bit lighter. I see. Well, uh, please do drink up that's very expensive wine that our friend Babries has opened. Very aged wine. It's fantastic. Whatever. Okay, cool. And uh, no one else is going to diss them? Everyone's good? Alright. So we all finish... You didn't mention that my books. I have to get them. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, So he he sees the books and he goes, uh, Do you find use of these? Absolutely. Uh, All of this knowledge is imperative. Very good. Um, You know, honestly... I would be happy to uh, trade these to you for a uh, rapier of some sort. Do you carry any? Um, no. The only things that I have on myself are some knives, uh, some spears. 
Well, uh, he, he comes around the table and starts collecting up the books, so like the one that you're reading and stuff. Should you come across any uh, pretty rapiers, uh, should you know you, you see any, and want to trade, I'd be happy to give these books over. Um, so like he takes the books away and puts them in the other room. Uh, and you were just getting to the section on uh, farming practices and you know the use of druidity back in the day before Felicia was founded. Um, which is totally a word, druidity. Yeah, it is now. Okay, um, so as you guys are sitting here um, making light talk and stuff, I need a con save from everyone except Corian. Of course. Twenty-three. Okay. Seventeen. Get huh? Eight. Okay, so as you're all sitting there, um, you see... Actually, another girl on 18. Um, you guys see Babries, who's drunken way too much, start to like close his eyes and fall asleep and stuff. And, um, you know, n n no one call out anyone or anything here, but uh, Penlod's, like, kind of shifty looking around at everyone, you know what I mean? And he goes, uh, oh, looks like your friend's falling asleep. Um, so, uh, can I show you all some more of the castle? Um, sure. Should we, uh, put Babries to sleep, though? I think we should take Babry. I've seen him before. Oh he God. sleeps in a chair like no other. <laughs> I, I think he looks plenty comfy. Well, even so, why don't you just throw him over your shoulder? You won't notice him. Yeah. Okay. You guys have no us. reason to believe that there's any harm here, though. Well, I feel like he's going to, like, steal his rapier. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> but why would you think that? All right. Let's, um, he's been edging at it the whole time. Do you see any rapiers <laughs> in any one of these books? I want to trade. That's fine. Uh, well, he quote, says, quote. feel free to bring him with, but I'll, you know, I'll be giving you the tour and everything like that. Um, so you guys are walking through. Um, these two are not a part of it. Um, he's taking you guys down through everything, and then um, he takes you down some stairs, and he says, like, you know, this is the wine cellar. And then he takes you guys um, to the back of the wine cellar and uh, opens the door and leads you guys in there. And um, he then runs and shuts the door on you guys. And locks it. Um, you hear like a bolt shaft. So um, everyone's in there, Mitha and such. Uh, and he yells to the, through the door like, uh, I'll open it when you're willing to give me the rapier. And uh, we'll end there. <laughs> um, he is a very off man, if you guys haven't noticed already. But uh, thank you for joining us for the Pathless Podcast. Uh, this was Lightlessness. And uh, if you have any ideas, questions, comments, feel free to tweet us at, at pathlesspod. Uh, additionally, the website is pathlesspod.com. And uh, for this outro, we will all just laugh like maniacal crazy people. So, three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs>